Hey everyone, Amy and Julia here with Women Worth and Weddings, and we are excited to hang out with you for a little while today. So we are going to talk about our signature cocktail first that was shared with us by Carolina Crafts on Taps. Yep. So what are we drinking today, Julia? So they recommended a cheer wine old fashioned because we're in the Carolina, so cheer wine's a classic for the area. So okay. I'm excited to try this. Cheers. Okay. This tastes like a soda. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not a big fan of like dark liquor. Well, to me, it just tastes like soda. How much is in here? Did you follow the recipe? I follow the recipe. Kind it's of. probably like one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do the orange like bitter yeah. in there? I've never had it before. It's good. It's good. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. Good job, guys. Good. It's kind of like how a lot of people do Jack and Coke. Yeah, so it's got two ounces of bullet bourbon, mm -hmm. two, one ounce of triple sec, three dashes of orange bitters, and a cup of cheer wine. Yeah, and we were supposed to garnish it with a cherry and orange, but... I didn't do that. <laughs> I didn't see that part. <laughs> hey, still, it tastes good. Yeah. Tastes I like good. it. I like it. Okay, so today we're going to talk about entrepreneurship kind of like do's and don'ts, getting into entrepreneurship, and just because it's really hard to get into entre entrepreneurship, start your own company, all those things, you know. A lot of self-doubt, a lot of Yeah, it's hard. Stress. Yeah. So. so we made a list of just from our experiences of starting our own business and the pitfalls and the kind of hiccups that we've gone through just mm -hmm. so a list of things that we wish someone would have shared with us. Yeah, we have a list that's like personalized based off of what we've learned wedding planning wise. And then we have just kind of like a more vague version just for anyone listening that is just trying to get into it in a general way. Yeah. Either that be photography, you know, Maybe. opening up a shop, a mortar and pestle. Yeah, or just Did like I say that, right? What did you say? <laughs> Brick and mortar? Is that? Oh my god. Okay, so something that you guys might not know about Joya is that she does not know her words. You don't either. <laughs> I get it from you, but we never correct each other. We just move on from it, unless one of us is like, "Did I say what that right?" Say? <laughs> I don't want to repeat it. I said mortar and pestle. <laughs> know what that is you grind up the earth oh okay we don't say anything right basically oh, words so are hard words are hard it's really hard and i'm gonna continue to drink this cheer wine old-fashioned <laughs> okay so i guess like the first thing for me is for entrepreneurship was that you know i found something that i felt passionate about mm -hmm. like i was like this is i feel good about this like i you know, because a lot of times I feel like people that want to start a business, they, you know, they don't know really what they want to start yet. So find something yeah. that you feel like you would be excited to do, right? Yeah. And it's hard because going through high school, they just want you to go to college. Yeah. Like, they don't even care if you go to college without knowing what you want to do yet. It's kind of like, you'll figure it out. But then you're like racking up the bills, like college loans and everything as you're trying to figure it out. Yeah. For a degree that now that I'm the age where everyone from when I graduated already graduated at least their like bachelor degrees and everything like that now they're struggling to like actually use them mm -hmm. and it's kind of like I want to use my degree I really want to but I don't even yeah. know if I even like this yeah so yeah so we are going to go through our list so Joy mm -hmm. you you start the list and we will talk about each 
Okay, so start it up. We're gonna do with our personal one first. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So things that we've learned that's been where we used to just give, 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 and we kind of like learned to, you know, do our own thing. Time management's huge. Yeah, time management is really big, and I'll be honest, I'm still struggling with time management because I am a of everything and I don't leave enough space for myself and my family Mm -hmm. and so I end up working 70 hour weeks and then I'm like depleted so it's hard because there's a fine line between being in growth mode and giving your business your all to be able to make it be successful and then just burning yourself out yeah because burnout is like a, a real yeah because you can't <laughs> give 100% to everything so you may be trying to start a company and you're trying to give that your all but then you also have a family and you have friends and you have bills and you have dogs and it's like you can't give 100% to everything in your life when you're trying to and you're gonna be you're gonna be off balance when you first start a business because mm-hmm. you're going to have to give more to the business than other areas of your life you can't go into it being like i'm gonna you know focus on you know it only half the time and you know i'm gonna really have life life balance because life balance goes out the window when you're mm-hmm. trying to start a business you really have to put a lot of effort into your business so but there comes a time in that business when it does have legs and it is successful that you have to then say okay now I need to manage myself. Yeah. I need to manage my own time. Mm-hmm. And I need to create kind of like a schedule for myself. And so yeah. I think that's where I'm at right now with our business is I'm trying to figure out um, my boundaries. Yeah. And when you're first starting off and, you know, say you're still working a nine to five and trying to start your own company on the side, time management may come into play when you might just be like, I don't even have time to work on that this week. But you need to, why well, tell my husband because he's trying to start a company right now just tell me one thing at the end of the day that you did for yourself over your company like I don't care how minor it is maybe just like a thought process of what you want to do next like put at least something into it each day like that's a part of it's just like working out you may say I don't have time to work out I'm too busy for that but there's always time it's just making time yeah you have to make fun and you will make time for what's important to you I know that for a fact it's just human Mm -hmm. that we make time for what's important so you know just but, I mean, you also have to make time. You have to make yourself a priority. Yeah. And really, you know, carve out time to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And then also one thing that we, you know, still struggle with because we are givers and we're in an industry that is a lot of giving, boundaries. Yeah, boundaries are, I mean, gosh, I, I mean, I am not good at this. I'm not good at boundaries because I will be like, you can, you can have my yeah. shirt. And I will give you, mm-hmm. I will give you a discount. And, and it's hard things. to teach our team what we put our foot down with because we are, it's very random. Like it's like, sometimes we're like, nope, not in our contract. We do not cover that. Sometimes it's like, yeah, like I'll make your kid mac and cheese inside real quick during this wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else on my team can make sure the speeches are going okay. So, I, you know. I mean, I think... Yeah, but you gotta you gotta know what's good or what's your personal mm-hmm. boundaries, because if you keep doing things that make you feel ick mm-hmm. after you do them, or make you feel like you're having an argument in your head because you're like I don't want to do this but mm-hmm. I'm doing it and you're mad at that person because you're doing it, then it's going to cause havoc in yeah. your life. Yeah, definitely, it depletes you faster if you're constantly. Yeah 
giving too much of yourself. Like that's when a good contract comes into play and you can't really sometimes, I mean, I don't think it's even possible to have like the best contract possible just starting off. You learn things and you add. Yeah, for sure, 100%. So it's really just knowing, you know, it's really like a self-awareness of knowing what is, what's a a yes I say, if it's Mm -hmm. not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. If you don't Mm -hmm. feel like, yeah, absolutely. Because it is, it's in our industry, it is very people related. So Mm -hmm we may have a couple that ask us to do something and we're like, well, of course we're good. Well, of course we'll do that for you. Yeah. And then we ha- may have someone that asks us to do it. We're like, no, we're not, we don't do that. Yeah. So it, it depends just depends on the, situation. on the situation. And we usually, at least I do, I know you do, but like at least I do for decor. I usually throw in some things for free, but sometimes it's just not like, it's not what, here's the problem. It's not a habit I don't want to yeah. make. And but sometimes randomly, depending on the situation, I'm like, I can do that. That's fine. Yeah. The problem with doing things for free is that then it's not, anytime there is, and this is just science, mm-hmm. <laughs> anytime that there is money attached to a task, then it's, the task is viewed to be more like, it's, like respected Mm -hmm. and so if you are constantly doing things for free in your Mm -hmm. business then people expect more from you and won't give you as much because they're like I mean it's not a conscious thing it's a subconscious thing but Mm -hmm. it's definitely there so you have to not get caught up in the you're gonna have to do a lot for free in the beginning I mean the beginning especially in our industry yes because you got to get your name out there you got to get a portfolio but we are still learning how to have boundaries like yeah. if you went to someone that's been in the game for 10 years versus like us for four years it's like we still do things that they'd be like oh why are no, you doing why that? are you doing that yeah but it's just because it's a constantly a learning thing and with any job like any company that you're starting you're learning what's norm you're learning like okay i just talked to someone that's been has this business they've been doing it for five years and i'm just trying to do the same thing they say that I shouldn't be doing this. They say, like, you know, this yeah. and that. Yeah. So really, I think in the beginning, just putting on paper mm-hmm. exactly what you're wanting. Mm-hmm. You know, what is what is it that you're wanting from being an entrepreneur or a business owner other than, like, don't go into going into, like, saying, I want to be an entrepreneur because I want time freedom because that's not mm-hmm. going to happen. No. <laughs> at least not at first. You're not no. going to have your money working for you. Now for the first couple years. I hear it not. all the time and people are like, oh, I want to own my own business because I want, you know. I don't I want, want people to tell me what to do anymore. I want to work like, for I have people telling me what to do every single day and yeah. I own this company. Mm-hmm. They're like. Our phones are constantly blowing up. Yeah. We wake up. If we took one day off, God forbid we take a day off, we will look at our stuff the next day with like 30 messages. Yeah. That's like the minimum. Mm-hmm. It is insanity. So yeah. I think that you know, knowing when you're going into starting your own business that you're going to be very, so to recap, you're going to be very unbalanced. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to put a lot more effort into growing your business. You will have to do things for free. You're going to have to give a lot, but you also have to figure out what is like a yes and what Mm -hmm. is a no. And there's, it's not black and white. It is a gray area for sure. Definitely. And then there's just such a huge importance that we've learned in contracts versus relying on verbal promises. Yeah. We always fall back on our contracts. If things go south, whatever, if we need to just be like, hey, if we don't do this, like you're expecting this from us, but if you go back to the contract you originally read, 
like we do not do this or if you go back to the contract we answer within 72 hours usually we answer before then but our contracts allows us some grace because sometimes we have three weddings a weekend and we were traveling so I cannot get back to you on a Saturday during a wedding yeah so please don't be mad at me you look back at the contract it says yeah this is what exactly and you have to I mean so putting putting either hire a lawyer to develop your contracts for you um or if you're just starting out you may not be able to afford that so get and there's a, templates and then you just add to that template yeah get a really good crm like mm-hmm. a behind the scenes like running like for us we have a a company that we use called honeybook mm-hmm. and so in honeybook there is contracts there's templates there's you can you know all questionnaires there's all the things that you can kind of put together Mm -hmm. and then you just customize those things and so for us our contracts have been customized over time so when Mm -hmm. something happens and we're like oh yeah that we don't want that to happen again yeah we we are still changing your contracts we recently just did just after a wedding that was really difficult so you know but honeybook is something that's used by a lot of wedding vendors i know i've seen DJs use it, photographers, planners, of course, rental companies, lighting, like you name it. Yeah. HoneyBook's a great, a great company to look at. I mean, and they, you know, they have really great contracts in there that you can play around Mm -hmm. with and customize to make your own. So they do. It makes, it takes like a lot of time off your, like off your plate or whatever. I'm not good with words today. You're not. You need to take a little baby nap. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then hiring help. So... Not just hiring help in business, but in your personal life. But we'll stop start with business. It's really hard yeah. when you, it's time for you to hire that first person. I heard one time I was at an event and the speaker said that growth happens in the bottleneck. So if you look at your business as like a wine bottle, you're starting, you, you know, you start out and then it gets like really tight and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, this is... There's a lot of growing pains. You're trying to squeeze things through this like bottleneck of, you know, your business where you're really trying to figure things out. And the breakthrough is at the bottom, right? There's a lot more room to like Mm -hmm. breathe and whatever. But it's in that like small moment. And it's short. I mean, if you look at a a wine bottle, the bottleneck is very small. But if you can just get through that and that growth right there in that moment is what's going to get you, is going to get you to the breakthrough. But in that bottleneck is when you need to ask for help. Mm -hmm. You need to, you know, look at your company and say, okay, am I ready to hire, you know, someone to help me? Whether that be an assistant, whether that be an accountant, Mm -hmm. whether that be, you know, another team member, Mm -hmm. a business partner. So these type of things, because it takes people to get you to where you Mm -hmm. want to be. I know if I was doing this, this company, usually events by myself, I would not be where we are right now. And we do weddings all over the place. And, you know, we do a ton of weddings every single year. But, you know, Julia and I are business partners, and then we have an amazing team of girls that are doing weddings and hustling. We have a personal assistant Mm -hmm. that, gosh, I don't know what I would do without her. I mean, she really, like... Mm -hmm. Because there's just, like, some time-consuming things that in any job, like, you can be like, okay, I can pass this to my assistant. Yeah. And they can deal with this. It's something super easy, but it's time-consuming, like, stuff like that. Like, you really can't have that big boom without help, typically. No, I mean, it's really, really difficult to do it. And you need someone to bounce ideas off of. So Mm -hmm. if you're like, okay, I'm not in a place in my company where I can hire someone, then join a mastermind. Mm -hmm. Like join a group of people where you can talk out ideas and you can say, you know, masterminds are great 
for that where you can say, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I'm successful at. This is what I'm kind of struggling with. And people can, you can bounce ideas off of each other. And that's also where you find great partnerships yeah. where you're in a mastermind and you're like, I'm really struggling with keeping up with all these receipts and like accounting and stuff. Mm -hmm. And there's an accountant in your mastermind that's mm -hmm. like, hey, let's like, let's partner up. Let's, you know, make this happen for you. So and yeah. there's groups in your area. Like I know we have some in Charlotte and it doesn't have to be just wedding industry based. It can just be entrepreneurship in general. There's groups. You just got to look at them on Facebook. Yeah. I mean, literally research. just Google masterminds for entrepreneurs yeah. and it will, you'll mm -hmm. have them. And honestly, it's okay to reach out to someone. So if you are starting a company and you have someone that you really admire that's in the same like business and you're like, I love what they do it's okay to like give them a call and see if like they'll help you out any bit or like see if you can pick their brain yeah like, it's okay like there's so many of us that one person can't do it all can't have all the business you yeah. know you have to kind of get rid of that mentality that every that people are going to take something away from you like everything's As, a competition like everything's a competition now granted there are people in the industry that do feel that way but I feel like there's a lot more people in the industry that are like, hey, you know, yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm willing to help. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know for me, give a shout out to another planning company, the Hospitality Butler. Amazing. Matt, like, helped me in the beginning. He would be like, no, stop doing that. Mm -hmm. Or I'd ask him questions and he would really help me. And he's a direct competitor with us. Mm -hmm. But he has the same mindset as we do mm -hmm. that we are like, there's enough for everybody. You have an abundance mentality mm -hmm. and not... Like if, you know, if you hold on to what you have so tightly, not only is it not going to, you know, yeah, you, you may not lose it, but you also can't open your hand up to receive anything either. Yeah, so, you're blocking the flow of money and absolutely. everything. And also with our industry, it's so great to be like, I am actually booked that day or like my team already has three weddings that day, but check out this person because yeah. they're amazing and they're in the area And as I well. trust them with you mm -hmm. and they're great. Because yeah. you also don't want to send them to someone that you don't trust. So yeah. to be able to have like... Someone in the industry that you trust and respect is really great. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's about putting yourself out there. And the vulnerability of owning your own business is mm -hmm. insane because mm -hmm. you are creating money. Yeah. And it's hard not to feel isolated. Yeah. Like you're like on this journey by yourself. Yeah. So if you are wanting to start a business on your own, what I, I mean, honestly, now looking back, I would never do a business without a business partner mm -hmm. just because it's, you know, I feel like when... I'm lacking. Julia's like, I got it. I'll mm -hmm. pick up the, I'll pick up the mm -hmm. slack or whatever. Or when I need a minute to just like, okay, we've been running this race. I need a minute yeah. to catch my breath. Mm -hmm. Then she's there to say, okay, well, let, what can I do? Like, let's yeah. make it happen. So I feel like for me personally, that's my personality. I feel like I work better with others, but there's like, you can do like personality um, quizzes, like the 16 personality types is a great one to do to see like what kind of personality you have if you if you work great with others and those type of things I mean for me it just works it works yeah. really well and then kind of going into our list that's a little bit more general not like wedding related surrounding yourself with like-minded people is huge like huge. if you are surrounded by nine to five workers whatever like family friends it's really hard for them to understand what you're trying to do and it also can be really hard for them to support you as much as it sucks. Yeah. So being able to have some people in your life that are like in the same journey as you, it really like, it does do a huge difference. Oh, for real. I mean, it's, you know, cliche. They say that you are like the five people that you hang around the most. So mm -hmm. if you're only hanging out with people that aren't, you know, trying to grow their selves, you mm -hmm. know, personally, and then also do something 
you know, different, then you are like the people that you hang out with. So surround yeah. yourself with people that are wanting more, that want mm-hmm. to, they don't have to be in the same industry as you are, no. but they, you know, and they don't necessarily even have to be entrepreneurs. They can be someone that is wanting to climb the corporate ladder mm-hmm. or, you someone know, that's got that drive. Yeah. Someone that's driven, that's wanting to step outside mm-hmm. of the comfort zone, the norm, the, you know, the square box and, you know, attach yourself to those people mm-hmm. and, you will definitely, yeah. you know, see growth in your yeah. company. Yeah. For example, my best friend is a dancer, which is completely different in the wedding industry, obviously. But she, her schedule is just like mine. Like we're like, I'll see you in two weeks. Love you. But it's like if you have a friend that's used to normal nine to five, they may get like pissed. Like, what do you mean you don't have enough time for me? But when you have a friend that's like an entrepreneur, like she is, it's kind of like you have that understanding. You have that respect. It's like. I know we're both busy. Like we're both going through our busy season right now. Like that's okay. We'll come back together. Yeah. When we can. Yeah, hundred so. percent. So that's good. So yeah. So surround yourself with like-minded mm-hmm. visionaries for sure. Yeah, and don't get beat down when you're starting out. It may seem impossible. Like you have this like huge road in front of you that it's gonna take a little bit. But don't get discouraged. Like stay persistent. And know that discouragement's gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, it is not easy and you feel like you're thinking about your business 24 hours a day Mm -hmm. like am I like what am I doing am I am I doing things right am I making the right decisions am I gonna fail am I a you know am I a fraud am Mm -hmm. I just like pretending you know so it's you're gonna have all these feelings in the beginning yeah definitely and then also having a strong work ethic is huge like you can't go into being an entrepreneurship like without I don't I mean I don't think I think I don't think you can fake having work ethic though like no, you, you either have it or you don't yeah well, and that not goes, everybody I mean, like not everybody's cut out to be a business owner mm-mm. I mean honestly it's hard and it's comfortable to be a nine to five where you have insurance through your company and everything is already planned out for you and you don't have to like it's a huge difference to have your own schedule like oh like I'm not clocking in if I don't work I don't have to work but my company is not going to (laughs) grow if I don't work yeah it's a it's it is one of the biggest I think struggles that a lot of people have is creating that schedule for yourself Mm -hmm. Because mm-hmm. you want to rebel and be like, well, I'm, I own my own business. I don't mm-hmm. have to make, I can do whatever I want. And I mean, you really can't. You have to like have a schedule and be diligent in like your workflow or you're, you're basically, you know, your calendar is going to control you and you're yeah. not going to control your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And then we kind of already touched base, like which is on like our general list is, getting burnt out and then growing your team when it's time good crm to manage your workflow good contracts so huge get things in wording it is not what you called a spit and handshake and handshake world anymore that's no. what you said that's what i said well spit you know how like you see on tv where they spit yeah yeah that's not and that goes with anything even like small things like i do like okay like this venue they say in their contract, we can only use this rental company, but they're giving me permission to use a different rental company. I want that email wording. Yeah. Like, I'm not just going to call you and just be like, okay, that's it. They said, like, I want an email proof. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. You have to, you definitely have to cover your back. Mm-hmm. For sure. 
And when you have those conversations with people, you know, I hate getting these conversations. I hate emails that start out with per our conversation, but mm-hmm. you do have to have those because you need, you need a trail to yeah. kind of try. Yeah, definitely. And then a good accountant. Here's my dog, Hi. Harley. <laughs> um, good accountant is huge. And that's a really hard thing to find when you're an entrepreneur. Yeah, for some reason, I mean, if you know an accountant that is really great with entrepreneurs, hit me up, put a comment, because it's really, really difficult to... Both of our dogs have joined. (laughs) Hi. It's really, really difficult to find someone that understands, like, entrepreneurship and Mm -hmm. that it's not normal and that we... I mean, I don't think that I know an entrepreneur that's really great at keeping track of, like, all the things. Yeah. No. Definitely not. So if you were talking, if I was trying to start my own company, let's say I was trying to start a coffee shop and Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't even know where to begin. Like, what would your advice be? Like, what would you think that I need to, coffee shop may not be the best example, but yeah, I mean, we could do a coffee shop. I would say first thing is to do market research, Mm -hmm. figure out like, the area that you want to do the coffee shop in and figure out if that area is actually a viable place to put a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Do they have like, do they have other coffee shops there? Mm-hmm. Like what, what kind of foot traffic is there? What kind of traffic do they get there? So do research in and Google like, like viable like places to, in your area to start up a brick and mortar mm-hmm. like location. Of course you need to figure out exactly like what it's going to take to open a coffee shop it's so much more than just like rent for mm-hmm. the location. It's your product. It's, you know, you got to find a supplier and you have to find a good supplier and one that, you know, what kind of beans are you want? There's like so mm-hmm. much that goes mm-hmm. into before you put that key in the door and open the door. There's so, so much behind the scenes. So you have to do your homework. And that's where a lot of people fall off mm-hmm. because they think, oh, I'm just want to, I just want to open a coffee shop and I'm just going to rent this place and I'm going to get beans and I'm going to, and everybody's going to come. And that's Mm -hmm. just really not how it works. And so a lot of people say, okay, this isn't for me when they realize, oh, I have to research what type of beans I want to serve. And like the, the person that's going to provide these for me, like I have to go and like meet with this person. I have to do contracts with them as well. Mm -hmm. And so that would be like, my advice is just start your research, Mm -hmm. start your research on where you want it. Is there, is it a great place to have a coffee shop where you're going to get your, you know, supplies from? And then once you have that, then you create a business plan on, you know, because where is the money going to come from yeah. to start this business? Because mm-hmm. I would say if you have a brick and mortar location to have at least six months of bills paid for prior to. Yeah. And I always say, think of your ideal client. You know, we've learned this before like put down their characteristics like who are they like what's your ideal client avatar yeah Yeah. manifest that person yeah so I mean I think it's I think that even in any business I think for us we kind of came into wedding planning a little differently because it isn't a brick and mortar location you can do everything from home which is great but we had we had experience because we did weddings prior to having our own business Mm -hmm. so that's a little, that was, you know, a little different. And if you want to have a coffee shop, go and volunteer at a coffee shop. See what it takes to, you know, yeah. 
behind the scenes type of things. And we tell people all the time that are like, oh, I want to be a wedding planner. I feel like everybody wants to be a wedding planner. Because they think of like the movies. Yeah. You know, like like the glamorous, like in heels and everything. Yeah, with their little earpiece. And that's not, that's not it. We're hot, sweaty, disgusting, disgusting looking. Barely, barely have makeup on and we're like, we, we do not wear heels because Mm-mm. that's crazy. No. Cause you're on not. your feet for 15 hours and you take, you walk about 20,000 steps. Yeah. On average. For a wedding, if you have like an Apple watch, I hit every single ring by the end of the night, basically. Yeah. Or every time. Almost close. Yeah. And so. that's not me like turning on exercise. That's just me. Just living things. Just me (laughs) (laughs) running around. Yeah, for sure. So I think that, you know, getting a good like plan of action together before you, before you, you know, try to start something is super important. Like talk to someone that has started their own business and see Mm -hmm. like, okay, so how did you do that? Mm -hmm. Get a business coach. I mean, they're out there everywhere. Find someone that's going to, you know, coach you. Yeah. Help you stay motivated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's definitely hard. I think my biggest takeaway from this would be surround yourself with like-minded people. Pick the brains of people that are in the business and in the industry and are successful. And then work ethic, obviously, is huge. Staying persistent. You're going to want to quit. You're going to. I literally just said last week that I want to quit. I mean, (laughs) I was like, I'm going to quit. I don't want to do this anymore. Because it gets hard. And especially experience right now. Um, knowing how to say no to people and controlling my weekly calendar because I get contacted so much that I'm like, yeah, I'll talk to you or yeah, I'll get on a call with you or yeah, I'll Mm -hmm. meet you. And then I end up having zero time for myself and my family. And it's tiring when you are traveling. We travel a ton. We have a lot of destination wedding, like out of town weddings. Mm -hmm. And so we're traveling. I'm gone a lot. And then I come back. I live out of a suitcase, I feel like sometimes. And I'm like, where's my deodorant? Oh, it's in the back from yesterday. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> yeah. so you, it, I'm struggling to find my no yeah. and find like, okay, this is where I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, I've gotten to a place where I'm like, okay, I'm good. I, mm-hmm. I need, I need help. I need to raise the white flag. I need mm-hmm. to be like, okay, let's, let's do some adjusting. And yeah. so for me, what I've started doing just this week is I have a week of, um, or a day where it's, I'm off the grid. I call it Mm -hmm. off the grid, Mm -hmm. which means my assistant can't reach me. Julia can, she can always reach me, but she won't reach me about work stuff. And then I will basically defer everybody to my assistant. So if there's any questions or anything like that, so I can leave my phones, I can step away, I can do things for myself and my family without feeling guilty that I'm not answering every text message and every email and phone yeah. call. Yeah. I'm, and I feel like you're entering your year of no's. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm good. <laughs> My plate is filled. Yeah. Year of no's. Here we go. <laughs> Here yep. we go. No, Starting thank you. Which I is mean, such a good book if you haven't like read it. Such a good book. It kind of like put different perspective. So I feel like depleted when I'm like, Coming in from out of town, I still have a bunch of work emails every day. My friends are like, I miss you. My husband's like, I miss you. And it's like, I can't, I don't understand why I can't get everything my 100%. That's just not reality. Like, it's not. It's not. You're not, you're not going to, you have to be kind to yourself and know that it's, 
you're not going to nail every single thing. Yeah. Like there's going to be a bucket. I mean, there's like some day, like a day, a day where I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, look at me living my best life. All my buckets are full right now. You know, my husband's happy. I spent time with him. My kids are good. We spoke to all of them. They're good. My, you know, my yeah. kids are older. So, but still, I mean, my youngest is 14, so he still needs me. You know, I've gotten all, like all the things. I got my nails done. Mm-hmm. Like I got a massage or whatever. So I'm doing like self-care. But then like the next day I'm like, okay, well, I'm back to like, you know, one bucket's empty now. And yeah. so you have to be like, you're not going, you're not going to nail it every single day. You're going to be failing at something. Yeah. For sure. And so personal, like our personal checklist, like asking for help personally, which is really hard, I think, for women to hire help in mm-hmm. your home, you know? Yeah. House cleaners, House. babysitters. Yeah. Because you will get so much more done if you're not worried about the, you know, toilets needing to be scrubbed. I mean, it sounds silly and you think, okay, well, I don't even like this. But in, so for me, I can only speak for myself. Subconsciously, if I know the bathrooms are dirty and I go into my bedroom and it's messy, I just, I can't give a hundred percent. Like I feel irritated and mm-hmm. I don't know why. But I also know the empaths don't, they don't fo- function very well in like a chaotic, yeah. messy place. Yeah. I love our, we have a, we have an apartment that a team apartment in Charleston because we travel there so much for weddings and it's very minimal. There's not a ton of furniture in there. We have yeah. like all the basics and it brings me so much joy. Because it can't get cluttered. It can't. There's no <laughs> clutter. There's yeah. nothing. There's nothing hanging on the walls. Mm-hmm. It is, I mean, it's cu- It's very cute. But yeah. I was like, why do I feel so good in this apartment? It's because there's not a damn thing in there. Yeah. I'm just like in there. Yeah, you don't have any kids or dogs or anything. Yeah. Making it messy. I don't even have, there's not even clothes hanging up in the closet. I think I have like three things hanging in the closet I keep in there. It's just like staging. <laughs> It's a show home. I think I keep a bathing suit and a jacket in mine. Yeah. I mean, I really do. I mean, I love it. And so I'm trying to do that in my like Charlotte home where I'm say, okay, what can we get rid of? How can we cut things down so Mm -hmm. that it's not so chaotic? But also hiring people to do things, you know, for me, I just can't, I get this like sense of like rage Mm -hmm. when the house is messy. Yeah, I do. Like, I feel like I can't be at peace if my house is messy. Yeah. And then I get mad at my husband. Yeah. Because I'm like, why don't you see this? Don't you see, like, the smallest well, they don't, little things? I don't think they, and I could be wrong, like, guys, if you're listening, like, please chime in. But I don't think guys, clean to a guy is straightened. Mm-hmm. And then clean to me, I can say all women, clean to it me like is bleach. like, I need it to be, yeah, <laughs> I need it to be a sterile environment. <laughs> like, that's. My mom always taught me, like, that I was raised where your kitchen's not clean unless the floors are clean. Yeah. Like, like when we walk into Airbnb when we're traveling and it smells like bleach, we're like, uh, like I don't even need to check the beds. Like, this is so clean. Like, this is so clean. Yeah. And they could just, like, pour, like, bleach in, in the, the sink sinks. before they leave. And I'm like. <laughs> so clean. So like, good. Yeah. We'll ignore that over there because it smells like bleach. So that's not their norm. Yeah. We're good. But I will. I do wipe, like. And we go. To, we stay at a lot of Airbnbs, but I will wipe the counters and stuff to see if it's like dusty. I have issues. I always check the bed. Yeah, we do check the bed for bed bugs or any kind of like hairs or randomness. <laughs> Other people's hair, I have a phobia of it. <laughs> I don't care who you are. You could, if 
dog hair is one thing, but like anything else. Oh God. I was in a restaurant the other day and I was eating a club sandwich and it was so good. And then like in the middle of all like the things of the club was like dark long hair. And I was like, and then me being me, I like put it on the table, not even on my plate, covered with a napkin. I just eat my French fries and I'm done with the club. Like most of the club's still there. And then the waiter comes over and she's like, everything good? I'm like, yeah. And then my, my sister-in-law was like, you're here with like hair in your sandwich sitting on the table and like not even on your plate anymore suffering like you can't stop thinking about it and the waitress asks and you're like everything's perfect yeah (laughs) it's fine yeah I mean we do that as women all the time we're like in tears because something sucks so bad and someone's like how are you doing like I'm fine Mm -hmm. I'm fine everything's fine yeah meanwhile I can't stop thinking about it and I want to gag every time I think about it yeah (laughs) <laughs> oh, like I'm so I'm weird about all things. Like I, I'm, I have a texture thing. Like it has to be like a lot of phobias going I on do. in this family. Yeah, <laughs> I got them all, which is funny when your side of the family is all together. And I'm looking around. And I'm like, this is why I am the way I am. Because we're all just like, you see this? Oh, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> we're all just like freaked out. Yeah, things. I walked into the grocery store yesterday, and pumpkins are in, which I love pumpkins. Well, yay. But there was the ones with all like the knots on them, and I literally out loud was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it just like came out of my body. I was like, "Oh my god!" And another lady was standing there, and she like looked at me because I was so loud, and she like started laughing. She goes, "Why? Why do they do this?" And I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> there were so many of them, so many bumps. Mm-mm. No, so weird. You. Anyways, no, thank you. So we got on a, we <laughs> we got off on a little tangent, tangent but. but- yeah, so take take care of yourself. Yeah. Schedule time for yourself. Schedule time for your business. Know that you're going to be in balance. Yeah, know what, that you're not alone. You can find people that can help you out. Talk to people. And if you are talking to the wrong people, you will know immediately because they will be not supporting you. And you don't share. You walk away feeling not good about yourself. Yeah. You know, like you can tell if it's not the right people you should be sharing your business with if you walk away feeling nasty and not like yeah i feel good like i feel like my fire is relit like i'm good yeah just tap into your tap into how you're feeling for sure mm-hmm. and ask for help 100 yeah. percent. ask for help so yeah. that is our that is our advice yeah that's the tea yep you didn't even drink much of your drink i don't like it oh i liked it i don't i like, feel it well because I made it. You know how I make drinks. I'm like, I even asked. I'm like, what's two ounces? And I'm like, eh. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Well, I'm excited about this podcast. This was great. And so mm-hmm. please, if you have any comments or insights to anything that we talked about or want to share, you know, maybe you're starting out on your entrepreneur journey or starting a business and you're like, hey, like, let's, mm-hmm. you know, I want to run some things by you guys. Or can I tap into your circle? You absolutely can. You can follow us at Juju Lee dot events forward slash follow Mm -hmm. and you can see where we're at you can see what we're doing but you can also reach out to us i love hearing from people especially when they're on the entrepreneur journey and you if you are in an entrepreneur marriage you can i wrote a book called the untold story of the entrepreneur's wife so you can you know read that you know it's just about my personal my personal journey of being in a marriage in the on the entrepreneur mm-hmm. journey, which is yeah. crazy time. So, yeah. Anyways, super exciting. Love it. Right. We will see you next time. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.